Praise the Lord. Amen. Our topic today is the voice of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. How many are excited to know the voice of God? Hallelujah. Amen. We bless the Holy Spirit is teaching us today. Praise the Lord. Amen. Have we written that? I want a serious class today. Praise the Lord. It is bad manners to come to a study Bible room without a notebook. Praise the Lord. Very bad. That is not a student of the word. A student of the word cannot come to a, a room where they are going to teach the word and comes with a phone only. Those are bad manners. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I remember Musumba Timothy last time was here showing us where they wrote, I wrote. I wrote, you remember very well. Amen. And someone doesn't come with a notebook. It is very bad. Hallelujah. Even if it is used up, at least swing around and we think you are writing. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Some of you have big books for class, even you can't finish them. Praise the Lord. It is very good to write down notes because do not assume that your brain has got everything that has been taught. Hallelujah. Today our topic is the voice of God. Allow me begin from John 1.1. Hallelujah. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God himself. The scripture is telling us very well that in the beginning, even before the world was created, before God said, let there be anything, was the word, hallelujah. And the word was with God, and the word itself was God. Today we are learning the voice of God. The, when you hear something, or when someone tells you the voice of God, the voice the sounding of the voice is always bringing something to you that there is a person behind that voice. Hallelujah. There is, when they said the voice of this man, oh, where yeah, you read in the Bible and they said, maybe, and the voice from heaven, and the voice always in your conscience, there is someone speaking something. Hallelujah. And it is the very beginning I want to start with. That they are saying, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God himself. The very word was God himself. Voice is a sound. A sound. Where is that sound coming from? They have said in the beginning. Now we have gone before even your creation. You have come to study about the voice of God. But the voice of God existed even before your creation. Even before you existed, the voice of God existed in this world. Hallelujah. That is why I started by telling, in the beginning was the word. To know Papa Victor speaking. Or if I come here and I make a certain statement. Praise the Lord. Today I'm ministering with Papa Victor. is a beloved brother. Eh? I feel... <clears throat> I've taken a very short time with him and you know it's so heartbreaking that I'm going to leave my brother here 
but I'm so blessed and honored to be sharing with you, Zay. <laughs> Praise the Lord. He loves calling me Jaja, but today we call him Zay. So we bless the Lord that I'm sharing with him. So I love imitating him sometimes when I'm in a certain place. But every time I'm imitating him, or I just start like this, Musumbande will laugh. Because we'll know that voice is not mine. Right, you will know that that is Papa Victor. Immediately I start a certain maybe song or what. Immediately he knows Kate is on Papa Victor. Right, he knows the voice of this man. So when they say in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God himself. When we say the voice of God, before we end to tell you the very voice, because the voice is the word itself. When I say that, my name is Kathy. No, when I say that I'm a child of God, someone will say, who is God? And then who gives God authority to heal people? Who gives this person? The question will keep going back to who is this person? But why? Because there was a voice that spoke something. So God himself is the voice. No one can be spoken without saying that is not the voice. A statement or something, a sound comes from a person. And in the beginning, why are we teaching about the voice of God to us who are here, who are believers? We are studying things which are in the word of God. But we are going to see that very many people hear the voice of God. Nothing in this world does not hear the voice. Hallelujah. Even the chairs hear the voice of God. Why? When I create, when I decide, when I decide to go maybe to a shop to buy a shirt or when you decide to make your car or anything, you design it that you would understand it, right? And it would hear you. What responds to your knowledge and how you have made it function. Hallelujah. It is the same way. No man can create something that does not hear him. That is why your parents, at a time when they have given birth to you and you are misbehaving, they are getting annoyed. They say, why is Job behaving like this? Job never used to be like this. It's me who gave birth to Job. But Job does not listen to me, Raji. Your parent expects you to hear him or her. Because to her, she gave birth to you. She expects that you must respond. The order must be that you must respond to her voice. And you do not respond to it. But why am I bringing such a situation? I'm bringing us to a place that... Allow me to, to draw it from there. I want us to understand it in simplicity, not in complexity. Like, I don't want to make it so. How can I bring it? When I say that <clears throat> there is a voice of something, or this is a voice of a dog, or this is when I bark, someone will say that is the voice of a dog. There is always something behind a voice. 
So why are you hearing that sound in your ears? Why do you hear that sound and you are reminded of who is speaking behind? Because a voice cannot exist just somewhere. A voice is from somewhere. It's in a certain presence. As long as there is a presence, a voice will speak. A voice can have sound. And a voice does not have sound until there is a vacuum where it can operate in. A voice cannot. If I come, now here, you hear sound. There are rooms when you enter, there is a certain kind of echo. When you enter and you speak, an echo repeats itself. Before a man speaks, no one can know that they are going to speak, but as long as they measure, there is a certain sound created in that vacuum. So as well, it brings a question to who has said that very sound. So when we say the voice of God, here we are children of God. And where I began from, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and God was the word himself. That very one came with a voice. There is no word without a voice having spoken it. There is no word without a voice having spoken it. And every word that comes is accompanied by a voice. It's either a voice from an evil one, either a voice. That is why when they told you that this is how a dog barks, you know, Raji, you keep having the other thing at the back of your mind. But imagine if you didn't know that dog, you wouldn't know where that voice could come from. Are we getting it? So in the beginning was the word, and this very word was with God, and God was the word himself. So when we are studying the voice of God, we are studying God himself. Hallelujah. It is not that we are studying. Let us not separate these things. To understand God, you must understand his voice. You must know his word. You can't say that you know your father and you don't know his voice. It is impossible. You must know his voice. So to say that you are a child of God, you must know the voice of God. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God. And God was the very word himself. So when we say that the voice of God, Genesis 1-3, when we say that this is the voice of God, it means we are speaking of God himself speaking unto us. So it is not something strange when we say that the topic is the voice of God. Some people even prepare like, we are going to study, uh -uh, we are going to study God himself. Hallelujah. And that is why here in Genesis 1 theory, you can start from 2, 1, 2. Now the earth was formless and empty, darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters, verse 3. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. It's saying there was nothing in this world in the beginning. There was nothing. 
when the spirit of the Lord was hovering, even when there was nothing, the person of the Holy Spirit was available. Hallelujah. So, even in the beginning, when nothing was formed, before even we had any kind of voice, any kind of word, there was the person of the Holy Spirit. We are going to see why. And we see, and God said, let there be. Now we hear certain sound being passed into the environment that let there be light. And there was light. Watch it. Why was there light? When he said, let there be light, and light was there, what made the response to that? We can't speak of the voice of God, and we don't speak of the person of the Holy Spirit. And the person of the Holy Spirit is not a strange person. Most people have, I don't know how they take the person of the Holy Spirit, but this is God just in a different office. We say God is three in one. Like me here at school, I may be a mama, but I'm going to get out. I'm not going to get to the job place and say, my name is Mama Kade. Uh -uh. It stops here. But I can come back to Deje and they will still say, this was Mama Kade. But when I go back home, my sisters call me the little one. My mama, but I'm not. So when I come back to school, they still call me another person. When I go to class, I'm a student. Are we getting it? But it's the same person. That is the same thing with God. It's just in a different office. When he, he was coming as a savior, when he was putting on flesh, he came on a different occasion, just an office. And then he left. He said, it's better I go that greater he is coming may come and reside inside of you. He didn't mean that or what, someone coming is so different in, from me. Uh -uh, he said, better I go that someone will come and settle inside of you. The same person, that is the person of the Holy Spirit. Why is he now settling inside of a man? I'm showing you the importance that we can't speak of the voice of God and we neglect the person of the Holy Spirit. Because the voice of God is God himself. And it's God himself is the same person of the Holy Spirit himself. Why? First of all, let me tell you, every man in this world hears the voice of God, whether he's a believer, whether he's an unbeliever, whether it's a witch doctor, you may say Kale, Kale may not be an unbeliever, may be a witch doctor. He has the voice of God. Even the trees, that is why in the Old Testament, when God told the land to swallow up men, it opened and swallowed them up. He has the voice of God. There is nothing that doesn't hear the voice of God. It is not only believers who are hearing the voice. Even a chair hears the voice of God. That is why I can speak to that chair for someone to sit there. And will come and sit there. That is why I can go to a certain place and speak. You remember the story when Jesus cast the fig tree. You think it doesn't hear God. 
It hears the voice of God. Oh, yes. Everyone in this world hears the voice of God. You've ever heard non-believers say, Kare, with the fifth came, but you know, I had an instinction in me to why go, why don't go. But he's not a believer. Well, where does it come from? God created everything in this world to hear him. Everything hears the voice of God. That is why I was one day speaking to a witch doctor who was telling me that truth God is there. And we also know and you may even find can know something which you know it is true we speak the same place and also you you go to the same thing it doesn't mean that you know believers we, we spiritualize everything and we say ah, ah tell this one how could this one hear god now it's only us who are born again who can hear him you've ever heard me i was a staunch catholic the charismatic people those people, we could pray with them. <clears throat> Me, I can pray with them, and we pray and we pray, and the born again will come with the same answer, will come with the same answer, they will come with the same answer. It didn't mean that I have received yet Christ. Mm -hmm. It didn't mean so. But everyone was designed to hear God. That is why some people ask that, how will those people? Someone had a question and said, how will they hear God? The people who left before Christ coming, aha, uh -huh, in Uganda, maybe before they preached the message to Uganda, are they going to help? There is a way always God spoke to men. He's going to judge them according to the way he spoke to them. There is a way they knew God was there. If you've ever gone to Kasese, that place whereby there is money, the water, I forget that place, but those people, I went there and they were telling me a story of how they know God. They know God is in this layer, is in this layer. So to pass through him, you have to go through. For them now, they think you have to go through their gods. But they truly know. And there are some things they will say with you and others. Who taught them those things? No one. There was no Bible to teach them. There was no man to tell them this is the pattern. Uh-uh. So everything hears God, even a witch doctor hears God. He has the voice of God. He created everything in this world to hear him. That is why I have told you that the land swallowed up men. God can even instruct a chair, can even instruct the winds, can instruct the trees to worship him. If men can refuse, then trees can worship God. Everything that God created. There is no way God can create anything that cannot serve him. That is why the voice of God is called the voice of purpose. It has purpose. Why? We are going to see. There is nowhere the voice of God came to any man that it had no place to create. It always came to create something. 
Please open for me. Firstly, Genesis 3, 7. Like we saw before Genesis 1 3, he said, Let there be light, and there was light. He said before, Let there be light, and there was light. There is nowhere the voice of God came on an accountability of not doing. Are we getting it? It always came to create something into existence. That is why he said, Let there be light. And there was light immediately. The voice of God always comes to create. That is why it is called a voice of purpose. It doesn't come to make you feel good. Uh -uh. It comes to create something. It doesn't matter which situation has it come to you. It is always on purpose. There is a certain aim in the end of that very voice. Hallelujah. Like we are going to see in Luke. 134 but before then the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized they were naked first wait give me look before we come to that look 134 35 how will this be this is how the angel appeared to mary and mary asks how will this be because angel Gabriel had delivered the message that you are going to produce a child of God. That is now a voice came to Mary immediately that you are going to produce. But it did not come to make Mary feel sweet. It is saying the end of it, you are going to produce a child of God. And you will call him Emmanuel. And what is the purpose of that child? That is why I'm telling you the voice of God always comes on an accountability to always create something. Hallelujah. That is why it's called a voice of purpose. It is not a voice of just feeling sweet or a voice of destruction. Uh -uh. That is how we discern whether it is the voice of God. It does not come to condemn. It does not come to ashamed. It does not come to destroy. It comes to create purpose and for the glory of God, not for a man's glory. Hallelujah. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I don't know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you and there also the Holy One who is to be born will be called the son of God. But before we saw the voice, God did not send a man. Uh -uh. Sent an angel, but the angel carried a voice of God. Hallelujah. The angel came with a voice. Did not carry a child of God. No. Rachi. Voice carries the power to create. The voice of God carries the power to create into existence. You don't need to see the man available for the things we have seen God doing in our lives. Have you ever seen him physically? God is not a man. He's a spirit. 
But what is the power of creation? The voice. You have read his word, which is the voice of God. And he's so sure, 100%, in his absence, when you listen to his word, something must be created in you. Hallelujah. The voice of God is a womb that where it speaks, something is created there and then. Let me tell you, when you spoke to Mother Mary that you are going to produce, it didn't mean that it happened a long time ago. Immediately, the angel spoke that word. Something was birthed in her womb. That's why he said the Holy Spirit will come upon you. Why are we seeing everywhere that the Holy Spirit is available to encompass the word of God? There is no voice of God without the person of the Holy Spirit. We cannot separate the two people. That is why we can't separate the word of God and the person of the Holy Spirit. Or else we have seen people who have read the word. People doing div. We have ever been with Muslims who have studied div and they have a hundred percent. And people who are made by in church, they can't make it there. And they have a hundred percent. But why is it not having an effect? Why can't it create anything to them? It is only a place of difference that the voice of God to a child of God, it comes to create Raji. You have the person of the Holy Spirit inside of you. Hallelujah. Now you are not a believer. Why did we say that the voice of God speaks even to a non-believer? To a non-believer, it has an aim where it is taking that person also. Is speaking continually. I remember my journey before I became saved. I was so preserved, principled, what and what. But always there is that voice I had in me telling me, don't go here, don't join this group, don't be here, what and what, which me I used to call I was principled. But I know I was, was preserving me. That voice was preserving me unto the day I received Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. Now I have the person of the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you, before, you used to hear God, just you never used to know how and the direction of the voice speaking to you functions. And it is so easy for the devil now to speak to you because you are not yet there. You don't have the person of the Holy Spirit inside of you. So it is so easy when you have not yet received that person of the Holy Spirit to divert from that very voice. But you used to hear him. God is... You used to have instinctions of I had something wrong. I didn't know my mom was sick. And out of the blue, you found your mom sick. What was that? It was the voice of God. So... We don't say that it is only to us who are born again. No. But to us who are born again now, since you receive the person of the Holy Spirit inside of you, as you, now it is more of an advantage. Now he comes to guide you in the very voice. Hallelujah. That is now I am telling you is a voice of purpose. 
He comes to guide you in which way? God in the beginning, he did not create man out of any other thing. But he says, I have created man out of my very image. Why? He needed a companion to work with on earth. He needed a friend. He needed a person to create with things on earth. He couldn't create them with the animals. No. He needed the same person with the same spirit like his to function on this earth like God would function when he's there. As you pass for me, Acts 10, 2. As God would very well function if he would be on earth and he created man. So the very end, God is not aiming to use you. Like some of you may say, so the voice comes to use me. That is why it's a voice of purpose. No. I'm coming to a question. Why do you need the voice of God? When he says, God can do without you. And God would do without you. Even if the trees hear him, everything, maybe the, everywhere a man could pass, they could receive Christ, having just recognized how God created everything. And they could receive Christ. But why does he need you? Why does he? It is just an opportunity for you to share in his glory. When he says that you are going to preach the gospel, it is just an opportunity for you to share in the same glory, like the glory of God. He wants to co-create with you. That is why you are both people. You are with God in the garden. You are a co-laborer with God. It doesn't mean that you, he couldn't work with you. No. You are just being given an opportunity to share in the glory which is of him. Hallelujah. That is why you need the voice of God. You say, why do I need it? After all, if the scripture tells us very well, I had told, let, let us first hear this. He and all his family were devout and God-fearing. That is Cornelius. Eh? He gave generously to those in need and prayed to God regularly. Cornelius was not born again. Very. Mm -hmm. One day at about three in the afternoon, he had a vision. He distinctively saw an angel who came to him and said, Cornelius, and stared at him in fear. What is it, Lord? He said, the angel answered, your prayers and gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial offering before God. This person was not a born again. Uh, I had not received the spirit of God. How comes God could hear his prayers? And how comes God could answer? How did even Cornelius hear the angel in the vision? How did he know that this was from God? Who told Cornelius to design this was from God? I'm showing you that the voice of God is not only heard by believers. Every man hears the voice of God. Hallelujah. That is why even when maybe a dog is going to bite you, can hear the voice of God and God tells it you cannot bite this woman of God. 
and the person passes, everything hears the voice of God. Even if the lion was coming and it has been eating everyone, you can pass and God speaks to it. No one told it that this is the voice of God. But can reach and say, uh uh, if this road there has been chaos, uh uh, now let me stop this chaos concerning this very animal in the place. But they tell you, this dog beats everyone, but how comes you've passed there? It hears God. God has commanded it that there is someone coming. Oh, yes. And that one is my child. You can't do anything. Hallelujah. Example two, you remember this girl who was possessed by the devil and he said that see the Lamb of God the, the, get for me that scripture it's in Acts when Paul cast out the demon out of that girl who said see the Lamb of God is passing away and everything he said was true. It was Jesus. And you see, even when Jesus came to the person possessed, this guy immediately saw Christ and said, Eh, please help us. Don't send us away anything. At least send us into the pigs. Who told them that even the demons hear God? The scripture tells us they fear God and even tremble. When God called a meeting for the children of God, for the sons, even the devil came. Who told the devil that was God speaking? If you say doesn't hear God, you may say it is only who told him to come in the meeting when God was calling concerning the meeting which was concerning Job that have you seen my servant? So who told them? Devil. That this was God who said there was a meeting. And even when God spoke to him, he heard and he said, I've been moving up and down. Moving to and fro, looking for who told him. The devil also hears God. He has the voice of God. When we say he has God, we cannot separate God from his voice. God is his voice himself. Hallelujah. When I want to, to, to imitate Papa Timothy, I'll come and speak in his voice. Everyone will say, I, I'm just imitating him. Raj, I can't separate Papa Timothy's voice from him. They are one person. Papa Timothy is his very voice and everyone he speaks. That is Papa Timothy. The reason you say that and maybe and this person is like this. Papa Timothy is a man of the word. It is because you've heard the word out of him. If he did speak the word, you wouldn't say he was a man of the word, right? That is why you say he's the man of the word. When I say that Papa Victor eh, loves the Holy Spirit, if he didn't speak or if I didn't see how he relates with him, I didn't. I wouldn't have said so. I can't separate him from that very person. Hallelujah. So it is the same way we are telling you that everyone hears the voice. So why is it of an advantage? To the demon, it is not a voice of purpose. Uh, uh, it is not a voice of purpose. The devil has been judged long time ago. 
He knows where he's going. So even when he hears that voice, it's not a voice of purpose to him. The voice of God is not a voice of purpose to the devil. Even to the people who use it, for which doctor it is not a voice of purpose. They're going to preach the gospel. It, it disturbs him because he's not of the same world and you are trying maybe to affect his other world. So it is a voice of destruction to him. But he has that voice. Hallelujah. So we were on earth. Have you removed my scripture? I'm coming to the place. Praise God. We have seen that why do you need the voice of God as you a believer? Why do you need to hear the voice of God? The Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. That's John 10, 25. Start from 20. saying he is demon possessed and raving mind. Why listen to him? The Jews gathered around him saying, how long will you keep us in suspense if you are the Christ? Tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I did tell you, but you do not believe. The miracles I do in my Father's name speak for me. But you don't believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. Hallelujah. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. Now to you a believer, we are saying, what is the importance of the voice? It is hard for you however much you believe Christ as your personal Lord and Savior to follow Christ unless you hear the voice. It is hard. That is why you find there are some believers who are still struggling again to follow the direction Yes, you have a deposit of the Holy Spirit inside of you. That is the voice of God inside of you. But truthfully, not being able to discern or to hear that voice or to hearken to that voice has caused you to find it hard to follow Christ even when you feel you are supposed to follow him. You find it hard to come to chapel. You find it hard to come for intercession. You find it hard to pray. That is following Christ. You find it hard to read the word. Rachi, hearing the voice of God. He's saying, if you are my sheep, you listen to my voice. You listen to my voice. 
when you listen, the place of listening is obedience. You cannot have obedience to the voice we are speaking unto if you don't know who is the head of that sheepfold. Hallelujah. You cannot understand the voice we are speaking of today if you don't know who is the head of that very sheepfold. You first know God. Yes, you have the ability. You know, yes, you are now a child of God even when you are going to heaven. No one, no one is going to take that right from you. But truthfully, even when you came here, they called you engineer when you registered, right? But you were not qualified. I qualified engineer. They couldn't take you anywhere. They had to first teach you. However much you have already a stamp on your results that maybe you have registered as a civil engineer in Indonesia University. You had to first be told, hallelujah. It is the same way in God. You need to sit down and understand the head of the sheepfold we are in. That is studying the word. You cannot hear the voice we are speaking of. Or listen to it. Obedience does not come from listening to, 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 to the why. Obedience comes from a place of giving heed to the voice that is speaking unto you. But remember, it is hard for you to obey a voice you have not taken time to hear. That is why it is hard for you to read the Bible if you can't sit down and take time, maybe to come to fellowships, if you can't sit down and take time to come for intercessions even when you don't know how to pray for long. If you can't sit down and listen maybe to a preacher it is very hard for you to read your own Bible for so long. Right? You need to first understand God himself from the people maybe who have gone ahead of you. Hallelujah. So you need to understand God first before you say you are going to obey him. Yes, there is the ability for you to understand God. You have a deepest. You know all things by the person of the Holy Spirit inside of you. But when you got saved, your spirit got saved, but your soul did not get saved. Hallelujah. Your body did not get saved. Ah, uh ah. -uh. That is why we are reading the word. That is the reason you are here in the Bible study. If your soul got saved, you wouldn't have been here. For what? Everything was perfectly. That is the same reason you are here for discipleship. Hallelujah. For the salvation of your soul, body, and your mind. They need to be saved. Hallelujah. That is why we go and study who God is. Yes, your spirit knows. But why do you need to obey this voice? You cannot buy a voice you don't know. You can't say that you are going to follow Christ. And you don't know that person. That is why when you come to this very new family being born again, we tell you come for fellowships. Rachi, we want you to start to know how the journey you have started, which person
God himself. The Bible says God is a spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. So if you do not know that, you will think God must to appear you in a body shape. That is how other spirits come and appear to you in the dreams. Because it is in you crumb that God must appear to you. Maybe in the other movie of Christ, you saw in your primary and as you were growing up, I don't know what it's called, passion. Yeah, and you think every time that is how God is going to appear. So even when the devil wants to scheme the world coming to you, he's going to use the same image that is in your head to come to you. And you will say, I saw God himself. So you cannot obey a voice or follow a person you have not yet known. Hallelujah. So by default, yes, by your spirit, only your spirit, not your mind. Not your mind. When you become born again, your mind is not yet renewed. That is why they are saying renew each and every other day. Everything has passed away. The new has come. But your body has not yet been delivered. Hallelujah. That's why Well, on the Sabbath that was saying that my sheep listen to my voice and Hallelujah. We are still on that very path that my sheep listen to my voice and they follow me. Why do you need to hear that voice? It is hard for you to follow God without that voice. Even if that voice is inside of you, but your body, you do not subject your body to the word, you don't subject your body to the truth, to prayer, to the fellowships, trust me, it is hard for you to follow Christ, however much you want. You're not going to stay in bed to follow Christ from there. You have to be led in places where there are other believers who are in the same presence that you are able to learn and to know the ways of God. Hallelujah. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them. He knows you. Why? You received him as your personal Lord and Savior. And he knows you. As you study him, the more you grow to know him, the more you increase in the understanding of him. Hallelujah. And they are saying, they follow me out of you, that growing of the understanding of God. It is easy now for you to follow Christ. It is easy for you to follow Christ. Hallelujah. It's a benefit. It is hard for you to obey truth in this journey until you have been able to yield to those very patterns we have told you. I give them eternal life. Those are the benefits. Eternal life of Uganda is not after death. Hallelujah. Eternal life is John 17, 3. Eternal life is to know the only true God. 
Some people think they are going to enjoy eternal life in heaven. No. Eternal life is beginning the day you receive Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. So, you may be there and even a brother asks you what is eternal life and you say, life after death. Hallelujah. Now this is eternal life that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, who you have sent, that they may know you. Now you have started the journey of knowing Christ. Hallelujah. Yes, you have received him. How has he given you eternal life? Now you are studying here. That is the reason you are here in the discipleship class. To know God himself, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. That is what I've been explaining to you. That is why you need to know the voice of God. He's saying to know the only true God. That is the same part. That is eternal life. So your entire life, you're going to be in knowing God. God is, you cannot finish God. Hallelujah. You're going to be, that is eternal life. You're going to understand God, the dimensions of grace, the dimensions of how he operates, how we, every day. That is why we, if you feel like you have arrived, there is a problem somewhere. Or it is a spirit trying to capture you somewhere. But the more you finish one level, you feel now you are at zero. You are just beginning another level. It's like you have never known God. So it is very hard. That is why you see some men having a different hunger. If they had it like the last time, this time they feel they should spend all their time in the presence of God. Why? Because the hunger of God creates another hunger. Because God is endless. You can never study him in one day. Hallelujah. So it is the same way that I am telling you that my sheep hear my voice. We go back to 26, 28. And they shall never perish. Why can't you first leave this perishing of hell? You can never perish if you hear the voice of God. It is hard for you to perish. It is hard for you to be in unnecessary things. You think, ah, when you hear the voice of God, it is hard for you to take a wrong direction. You will not marry where you're not supposed to marry. You will not be in a place you are not supposed to be. You will not be in a wrong company. You will not perish anyhow. Just because you hear the voice of God. Because you hear that very voice. Which comes from the knowing the only true God. And Jesus Christ. You know where you are supposed to be. At what time. And which hour are you supposed to be in that place. Hallelujah. That is now a distinction. With the man who hears God. Is not going to be, it's not going to spend time in trying out relationships. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. We'll know where it's supposed to be at the right time. Hallelujah. That is knowing the voice of God. Knowing the voice of God may not come in one day. That's why I've told you that eternal life is knowing the only true God. We grow in knowing the voice of God each and every other day. 
And God will always speak to you to the level where you are. So never think where you're hearing God from is where God speaks to every man. It is impossible. To where? To according to the revelation of God you have on your life is where he's going to speak to you. That is why I'm sharing today. But Papa Timothy may be getting another revelation. Another one is getting another revelation. Another one. All of us, we may write different things. Another man is very deep writing. Like, he's, he's, he's having another someone. Right? God speaks to us to the level where we are. Each one of us, where you are. That is why some of you, you dream things you are used to seeing every other time. Even when God wants to speak to you, because he knows you love, you love maybe laughing so much with bidders. Even when he wants to bring something simple, or to speak to you in the simplest way for you to understand, we try to bring Brother Didas's voice. Rachi, you are used to that very voice. It's going to speak to you where you are. Hallelujah. Even when Jesus came to preach to the fishermen, spoke to them to where they are, their level of fishing. He used fishing to speak to them. When he wanted to speak to others, he used the very things, the fish tree. He, he didn't need to use, he knew, Jesus knew very many things, different things which of the kingdom, but he did not speak to them where he was. He spoke to them where they were. So you hear the voice of God according to the level where you are in God. Hallelujah. No one can snatch them. It is impossible for you to be snatched out of the hands of God if you hear the voice of God. It is impossible. Not because God is holding you so tight there. No. It is because you are acquainted with his voice each and every other time that you know where you are supposed to be and which path to take and at what time. Hallelujah. That is why it is impossible for you to be snatched. Romans 8.14 Out of his hands. Hallelujah. I hope we have learned something. Allow me to stop on Romans 8.14 and I invite Papa. Because those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. Those who are led by the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God is the very voice we are speaking of today. That is why they said he comes to teach, to guide, to comfort. It is impossible to separate the voice of God from the person of the Holy Spirit. It's the very voice we are speaking unto you today and now. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Allow me to welcome the